This is a mini with Mari. Hey guys! So we're doing a little mini today, and um, I don't know. I've I I guess I've kind of started treating this podcast as like a diary. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I think it's cool. Just treating this as a diary and, like, looking back and, like, kind of analyzing and this and that. Um, That's kind of what I do with my IG, too. Like, it's just me. It's just my diary for me to, you know, take shit down, look at it. Because I'm really, I'm not that great at journaling. So, I'll definitely journal about this later tonight when I have a bit more clarity, but I don't know. I kind of just wanted to talk this one out. So, um, if you've been listening, my dad passed away in December and, um, it's taken me a long time. What's a long time? What's time? Who says what's appropriate time or not? Whatever. It, it, it's taken me an amount of time (laughs) to, Uh, I don't even know how to put it. To be okay with holding on to his ashes, <laughs> that's basically what it is because I don't know how, I don't know why, but it, it it came upon me to hold on to his ashes, which I'm okay with. Um, like, my mom and dad didn't really didn't have a great relationship. Like, you look from the outside in, like, my mom and dad had a good relationship, but on the inside it it wasn't great so my mom especially at my dad's death has been struggling with um you know holding on to the ashes and I think like you know it was difficult for my brother I don't know maybe I forget what it was I don't know if it was like his fiance was uncomfortable with having ashes in the house or I don't know. He's he also. We all have our shit with our dad, right? We all have our shit. Um And I certainly have my shit too, but um I'm first of all uh definitely want to dissociate. <laughs> and number 2, um I live by myself. It's just me and I'm like, you know, I'm able to take him so I'll hold on to his ashes that was decided in December and uh it is today's April 26th and uh I finally went to pick pick up his remains and oh it's weird I didn't think it would be this hard but like I guess like it being the day before my birthday is kind of really hitting me. Because, like, it's going to be the first birthday without him. And I I still harbor a lot of guilt. You know, because me and my dad. I used to be a daddy's girl. Like, growing up, like, ugh. I loved my father. I remember growing when I was like real little when I was like four I said I was gonna marry my dad which is weird as an adult of course but you know I was a little kid I don't know my dad loved me my dad took care of me he did the best that he could 
And, um, you know, I think he held on. I think he had a lot of guilt. Um, I think he wanted to be, like, the best provider, in his opinion. And, um, in my opinion, I thought he did just fine. Like, I thought he did great. I thought he did more than great, you know? Like, I never asked for anything. Well, I did ask for things. Let me put it that way. But it's like, I was never like, ugh, this is our house. Ugh, like, this is all we have. Like, my dad always made, first of all, like, my parents always made sure we were fed, we were clothed, and somebody was always taking care of us. And it was usually one of them. Like, it was very, we, I, I, we've, we never had a babysitter If we had a babysitter, it was, like, a close family member, like, a close family friend, like, who we would either stay at their house for a little bit, or they, like, you know, like, I, they also never took time from them for themselves to be a couple together, which is, ugh, another thing, but, yeah, like, it was always one of them, they always made sure we were taken care of, we were provided, and, you know, they always made sure that we had experiences, too. Like, we'd go on vacations. Like, our education was covered. They uh, they paid for my brother to get extra tutoring. And, you know, they invested in getting a computer so we could have internet access for school. Which I just used for porn, but and talking to weird people on Yahoo chat in the middle of the night, but that's another thing. Um, you know, my dad bought me my fucking oboe so I could go to college. So I had a proper instrument to play on and audition with. And it's like, sometimes, I don't know, of course our parents sacrifice and choose to sacrifice so much for us. Um, and I guess that's hard because, and and there are times, I think especially, I don't know if this is just an Asian thing. I just know from my personal experience, like, it ends up kind of feeling like you owe your parents. Like, whether they say it or not, whether they kind of, like, hint at it or give some kind of microaggression, like, at one point, it's like, you kind of get this, well, look what I've done for you. And it's like, well, you're not wrong. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you didn't adhere to the certain expectations, you, I don't know, at least me, for me, I felt real guilty because I didn't stay on the track that my parents wanted for me. Um, And, you know, I'm still trying to figure myself out, figure what's going to bring me joy and bring me happiness. And I know at the end of the day, like, they just want me to be happy, you know? But for them, like, happiness is attached to money. For me, happiness isn't attached to money. Like, of course, like, I want to be safe and taken care of and I want to be financially independent. Like, those things are, like, you know, on on the list of to-do things on my on my video game, you know, the checkpoints on my video game. But, um, 
the overall goal for me was happiness. And I remember my dad, me and him were talking one time and he was like, I, I want you to have, get rich. I want you to have a job where you have money, where you don't have to struggle like we are now and da 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 this and that. And I remember looking at my dad and I was like, dad, like you and mom worked so hard. You sacrificed so much just so me and my brother could be happy. Like that's what matters. Like we like you did this so we can be happy. So I'm not going to choose a path where I'm not happy. You know? Now, with hindsight, I realize that, you know, of course they just wanted me to be protected and, you know, safe and not dead on the street. Um, But then also, like, I realize that, like, the paths don't bring me happiness. Like, my happiness comes from myself. And the paths are just different experiences and I make, I make of them what I choose. Um, so I guess like, I guess it's just a lot, right? Like turning 30 as a woman, that's a lot. Like as also somebody who's like, I've put a lot of pressure on myself because I felt a lot of pressure from like family, society, this and that to kind of like have this timeline and I just kind of threw that whole timeline out the window especially after like ending my engagement and like not pursuing the job that I got a degree in like so you know rounding 30 and and reaching into this new decade like it's it's overwhelming but hopeful because I think that these past, you know, my 20s have different, you know, my 20s have given me some experiences. I've experienced so much. And honestly, I would not be able to experience as much as I have if it weren't for my dad, if it weren't for my mom, if it weren't for the choices that they made, whether they were good or not, or the implications of, you know, it, it, of course it has there were there were positive and negative implications to the choices that they made um before I was born when I was younger this and that but at the end of the day like you know I choose to focus on the positive things and just choose to remember the positive things and not necessarily ignore the other stuff like I recognize and I honor the other stuff as well but like I need to honor the good stuff, too, and, like, I think the greatest part of my experience with my dad was just his, his givingness. Is that a word? Whatever. He had this crazy ability to give. And this amazing ability to love and care and just do whatever he could to help the people he loved and care about. And, um, you know, I could psychologically analyze that shit for days because, you know, because sadly at the end of the day, like, he didn't take care of himself. 
you know, and there's this expectation. I hear this a lot in Asian households, but there's like this expectation where it's like you have kids so they could take care of you, you know, and it's like, unfortunately, like financially, I couldn't take care of my dad between my own bills and my own debts that I was trying to pay down, you know, but you know, it's it's hard when you try to ask someone, hey, how can I take care of you? And they really, they they can't even answer it. They actually, you asked, you, I asked my dad, how can I, how can I be of service? How can I take care of you? And he just goes, well, take care of yourself. So now it's like, well, that's the goal, right? To just be, show up for yourself and take care of yourself, right? Like, I was talking to someone, um, and, uh, honestly, somebody who, like, I, I would like to have a future relationship with, and, uh, I expressed to them that, you know, I want to be able to be a good partner for you, I want to be able to, you know, make sure I'm, I'm what you need and make sure that I'm providing for you this and that. All these things that I know my dad felt being in a relationship and being um, there for somebody. And uh, this person said to me, the other person, he was like, well, I don't want anything. I just want you to be happy. And I was like, bet. I'll work on that. <laughs> and... um to be honest, it gets better and better every day. It's it it goes up and down. Some days are better than others. Um but <sighs> Am I happy my dad is dead? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. It sucks. But, like, I didn't have a choice in that. <laughs> you know? When God makes the call and the person answers, that's that's what it is, you know? Um, but I, I am happy that my dad no longer has to suffer the pressures that he's felt throughout his life. I'm happy my dad no longer has to carry the guilt that he's carried throughout his life I'm happy he no longer has to physically suffer from the pain he's felt from working so hard from a young age being like a little kid on a rice farm doing hard labor you know growing up to be working in you know more hard labor jobs in order to provide for his family, you know, and then making choices that, you know, whether it was right or wrong choice, it happened, and, you know, the choices you make, you, you carry, he, he's been carrying that weight for a long time, and um, I, I could definitely feel that on him. And, um, 
I, I guess because of that, I was, I guess because of that relationship, like, I, I am acutely aware of, uh, of that, that kind of feeling of heaviness whenever it comes up. And I think my dad was aware of that heaviness too. Like, it was definitely at home when he felt it the worst. And uh, when I was alone with him, I felt it. Like, there were times, I don't know, I probably said this before, but like, there were times where my dad, he turned to me and was like, I wish I could give you more. I'm like, I never asked for more. We good, but okay. <laughs> like, but you know, out there on those streets, my dad loved to joke around my dad. Loved to make other people happy. He was always there to be of service. And, like, that's definitely what I want to live on as his legacy, right? Like, I was listening to, what podcast was it? Sibling Rivalry. And, uh, Monet Exchange asked Bob the Drag Queen. Or one of, I, I still can't tell which voice is which. One of, one of the hosts asked the other, what do you want your legacy to be? And they replied, that's not my choice. I don't, all I can do is live my, my, live my best life and other people choose my legacy. And that's true, right? When you're, when you die, bruh, my dad's dead. He has no say in what his legacy is. Like, it's up to me and my brother. It's up to our, our, you know, younger family members who had interacted with him to choose what parts of him they want to have live on, what parts of him they want to remember, what parts of him that the, the memories of him that they have and how they want to utilize that in order to create a better impact in this world, right? And I'm so grateful that so many people have positive memories of my dad. Like, that's that's the kind of ripple, that's the kind of vibration and reverberation that he's putting out there. Like, I am so happy that this positive vibration can live on from him through other people. That's like the best gift my dad could give me. <sighs> Even though he's not here, you know? Like... Like, when people reach out with memories about him, like, that's how I know he's still here. That's how I know, like, I don't know. Take take this forever, however you want, and, like, you know, I know people have different views on, on what happens in the afterlife, whatever. I personally think energy is neither created nor destroyed. I think his energy is still here. I think his energy still exists because, like, I still see him in my dreams i see him in other people like the other day i was at wegmans and there was this older man in jeans button-up shirt jacket baseball cap new bound sneakers buying a lottery ticket and i'm like oh my gosh that's the indian version of my father like that's that was just my dad's style that's that was it And, uh, I'm very grateful. First of all, for the people who have 
only given love and support throughout all of this. Because this is an absolute fucking mess. This is an absolute fucking tragedy. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck even? This is a crazy experience that a lot, you know, everyone will eventually go through this, but it'll be unique for everyone. You know, so thank you for everyone who's reached out, everyone who showed love, shown positive support. Thank you so much. You really, you really don't know how much that means to me and my family. I am so grateful for you guys. I'm so grateful for my father. That man was wild. (laughs) That man did some crazy shit in his life. You know, but the best thing he did, he loved really hard. And I I respect that. You know, there are lots of times where he fucked up. And I recognize that. But you know, it's like... My dad certainly left an impact on this world. And I hope his energy can sense that. I hope his energy can feel it. And I I think that just is his energy, right? The impact that he has on everyone else. Then, you know, I don't think that's... He'll... Because of that, he'll never die. Like... His physical form is different now. Now his physical form is ashes inside of a green box on a shelf in my home. (laughs) Which is weird. Weird. But it's like, man, you know, at least he's not in pain. At least he doesn't have to deal with this heaviness, this struggle. At least me and him don't have to have political debates anymore. Uh, you know and it's just like now I know he's just happiness cause like that's all I ever wanted from my dad I just wanted him to be happy and I wanted him to be happy and alive like at the same time that would be cool but you know I understand that happiness isn't an eternal feeling happiness at least in this plane that we live in In this plane, I think, like, suffering is the eternal thing, and you have to figure out, you have to find the happiness. Um, But now he's in eternal happiness. He's part of that big blue light. He's back into that ether that, and, uh, you know, I have no doubt that one day our our energies are going to cross paths um, in this realm again. I have no doubt that his energy is with me right now. I'm very grateful that I had my dad as my father. I learned so much from him. So much more than he could even realize. (sighs) Having a parent die sucks. 
There's no going around that. Especially when you had, like, a connection with them. Having anyone you love pass away sucks. Someone told once told me, like, death is harder on the living. 1,000%. This shit sucks. My dad's chillin'. Yo, my dad's straight chillin'. <laughs> but, you know, I know he's, he's uh, you know, part of this energy and he still just, I know he still just wants me to be happy and that's the goal, right? To just figure out this happiness thing and... I'm sad he's not here. But, you know, there are lots of things to be happy about. And. I can feel that my dad is happy about those things, too. Well, I'm going to leave that here. Thanks. Whoever is listening I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to me cry for half an hour. Um, yeah, the next one will be more exciting and more happy. I'm going to stop doing so. I'm going to find someone to talk to on the shit because I can't keep crying at you guys. That's what my therapist is for. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, guys. Uh, I love you. I appreciate you. And see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to A Mini with Mari.